0: Hello, friends. Welcome back. We are on episode nine, and thank you for sticking it out with us. Um, today's a big day. I'm going to do my first solo episode. I'm nervous. I'm super nervous. <laughs> but Mike got his wisdom teeth pulled, and uh, we decided that maybe it wasn't the best idea to have him speaking. Who knows? what? We, I mean, we never know what's going to come out of that man's mouth, but when we're under the influence maybe not so much and i think back now maybe we should have recorded just like a for fun episode to see what he would have said but i digress maybe another day <laughs> but yes i'm here and um this episode has i've i tried recording it multiple times i'm not going to lie and i it's this is a different space and what's funny is i'm going to talk a little bit about gym confidence today and part of recording this episode has enlightened for me that just like confidence in any other space in my life and in your life, it comes with time and it just allowing yourself to be be in a new space and allow yourself to be uncomfortable and acknowledge that it's okay to to feel that crunchiness and to feel like you're sticking. So we're gonna get through this together. <laughs> Okay. So episode nine, here we go. Let's rock it. All right. So I put up a little Q and a box on the Instagram, asking you guys what you wanted to hear me speak about. And we'll, touch on a few. You guys came back with so much. Thank you so much. Like you have, you guys have no idea how much it means to us when you guys actually tell us what you want to hear and give us feedback. It makes our jobs a little bit easier because we don't want to speak on things that you guys don't care about. And you guys all know that Mike and I can ramble about just about anything. If you get us going, we can ramble about anything. So giving us a little bit of direction. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. Um, the theme of this episode is, the questions or the answers that I got were very directed towards the women. And as much as I want to be like, this one's for the girls (laughs) and like cue a little bit of Martina McBride. Um, I think there's a lot of important little takeaways from, for everybody here. Um, I think everybody has been in the position where they weren't confident in the gym and and being a gym newbie and what that looks like. So we're going to start there. We're going to start with, how did i become confident in the gym so keep in mind now like we have a home gym but i spent like years in a public gym that's where i started um and then we've all gone through like going from the public gym to working out at home like it's been a bit of a journey and i think with each new roadblock or pivot that we have to do there's always going to be a little bit of resistance i think we can all identify like a new area in our lives where we were presented with the new and the unknown. And, and we felt that anxiety and inevitably you got through it. So if you are doubting yourself when it comes to the gym, just, just pretend like it's any other space, acknowledge the discomfort, know that it's going to happen, but just like every other time you've been uncomfortable, you've gotten through it. So when I look back, I think if anybody knows me, like if you know me personally, I am just naturally a pretty confident person. And it's funny because a lot of that came from like insecurities and having to like overcompensate for my discomfort. And it was really just like a fake it till you make it moment. And maybe that's not the healthiest way to do it, but that's how I did it. So I was, I was that person in the gym where I walked in. I had no idea where anything is. I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know what half the machines were. I didn't know what half the movements were. Like I was there, I've been there and I'm still there. I, we've talked about it before. Like, I think we were, Mike got this like slider thing for the gym. I don't even know what it's called, (laughs) but I posted on the Instagram. I had never done it before. And I did like a, like a laying hamstring curl with it. And I felt like an idiot. Cause I was like, I don't, I don't know what we're doing here, but you have to try the new things. and. If your journey has brought you to the point where you are trying out the gym, congratulations. I'm so proud of you for being here and taking that step because it's a big one. So let's let's walk through how I grew and how I grew in this space because that's the best way I know how to share this with you guys. Um, there's no right or wrong answer to it. How you build your confidence is completely up to you and this is just what worked for I. So starting off with acknowledging, yeah, I had no idea what the fuck I was doing, but we made it through. Um, Really, it was just like making it up as I went. And when I look back now, I think that some of the things that caused me a lot of anxiety about going to the gym was all of the unknown. I didn't know the space. I didn't know the people. I didn't know the equipment. All of these things play into it. Like if anytime you're in an unknown situation, the first step is just getting used to those things. So if you are putting off going to the gym because you have no idea where to start, I encourage you to just go and simply just start with like getting to know where the locker rooms are, where the water fountain is, where the cardio machines are, where the workout spaces are, like all of these things, like maybe even getting to know the staff at the gym, like these things make a difference. I know anytime that we've started at a new gym, it's always a little bit like we still feel anxiety towards it. But I find that gyms can be one of the most welcoming places. And it's funny because as daunting as it can be, like you're in the gym with all of these people and they're all looking like they're hyper-focused and everyone's on a mission and everyone is like mean mugging hard because they're trying to grind through that next rep. But at the end of the day, it's a very welcoming community. So don't be fearful of that. Um, and just try new things. get Google the the exercise. I remember Googling so many exercises and I still to this day will Google an exercise of like, am I doing this right? Maybe it's one that a new one that Mike has programmed for me, or maybe it's one I've done a million times and I have, I still can't figure it out. I still, it still doesn't feel right. Or maybe just on this day, it doesn't feel right. There is no shame in, in Googling an exercise or watching somebody else do it before you get there. like it's okay. Like building your knowledge is going to also help you feel more comfortable in these spaces. So it comes with trying. It comes with putting yourself in, like presenting yourself the opportunity to try something new and try it out. And if you fail, you fail. If you win, you win. If you're somewhere in between, it's still, it's still a solid attempt. So try it out, Google it and ask questions. Getting to know like your gym staff, I find can be a huge like make or break deal like if you are able to walk in and you know the people that are there and you can say hi and recognize them like being comfortable with them alone can also be a huge confident booster because then you can use them as a resource and maybe you don't want to put yourself out there and maybe you don't want to make new friends and you don't want <laughs> to talk to people while you're in public but simply just saying like Hi, how is your day? Like those little things, just opening up that line of communication gives you the opportunity to use them as a resource. Because if they're working at a gym, you know that they have some knowledge behind this and that gives you the opportunity to use their knowledge, use it to your advantage. Their job is to represent this space and any good gym is going to want to teach. So that's what they're there for. And you can use that. It's okay. It's okay to talk to new people. You don't have to be best friends, but it's okay to ask the questions. Um, I think the biggest fear that people have when they are at the gym is that everybody's watching them. So if you walk into the gym, first time being there, you don't know where anything is. You're kind of walking around in circles. You're worried that everybody's watching you look like like a a lost puppy trying to find its mom or like lost Bjorn trying to find me. (laughs) Um, That's okay. So if you simply start going to the gym by just like going in and even if you just like walk on the treadmill just to be used to the space, get used to the space, that's totally fine. That's okay. If you walk in because you're confident you know where the locker room is, you're confident you know where the treadmill is, that's going to boost you up. That's going to make you feel good. And then from there, you can venture on to new things. But the most important thing to remember is that everyone is there for themselves. Nobody is there to watch you Nobody, nobody cares what you're doing. Sure, there might be some people watching going on. I know why people watch. I'm sure you guys all people watch too. But at the end of the day, the gym space is a you versus you space. It is not a space for you to walk in and and constantly be competing against everybody else. It is not there for anyone to be judging you. The gym and your workouts and your training and your journey is specific to you. And you are your only competition. So the best you can, to the best of your abilities, try and just remember that the only person that matters in that gym is you and everybody else in that space is there for the same reason. They are there for a them versus them day, them versus them workout session. And you are there for the same thing. It's okay. You will will get better. Um, for myself, I know that when like walking into the gym and being comfortable with the space was definitely step one for me. Um, getting used to the exercises was also um, a bit of like a crunchy space because obviously it's new and it's learning. Um, but as I got comfortable with the machines, like I was more comfortable just walking around in the gym space because I was there with a purpose. And one of the biggest changes for me, was having that purpose in the gym like having a game plan when I walked in so obviously now like I follow a program and if I were to walk into any public gym doesn't matter which one if I'd been there if I'd never been there I know for a fact that because I'm walking in with a game plan I'm gonna feel purposeful and I'm gonna feel um not direct's not the right word what's the word I'm looking for here this is the problem about doing a podcast by yourself is I don't have Mike to like read my mind. <laughs> but anywho, walking in with that purpose and having direction, having a direction on where I want to be, knowing what machines I'm going to need to be looking at, knowing what space in the gym I'm going to need for squats or do I need the dumbbell rack or, or whatever that looks like. Having a game plan when I walk into the gym takes away half that anxiety of walking around looking like a lost dog not knowing where I'm going, not knowing where I want to be. So I encourage you just as we always have to have a plan for when you go into the gym, whether that is, okay, I'm doing leg day or I'm doing a push pull day, or I'm just doing cardio today, whatever that looks like. And even if you just decide like today is leg day and you have a general idea of what movements you need to do, at least that's some sort of a plan or having an actual program, wherever you get that from whatever you wherever you are in your journey and whatever that looks like for you like just having something pre-made in your phone or screenshotted on your phone or written down in your workout journal like but having that plan and having direction is going to help you be feel like you're purposeful there and for me that was having that purpose in the gym space was a total game changer for me because I it eliminated a lot of the distraction of I don't know what I'm doing here to begin with and now I'm worried everyone else is looking at me because I do look so lost. So getting used to the space is step one. Just like introducing yourself to the new space is, is the biggest step, right? Like you, if we're having this conversation and you're looking for confidence in the gym, I know you want to be in the gym. And the first step is just going, just pick one, just go. Secondly is having a plan. Like these two things, are where it all starts. And the rest is just a snowball effect. Um, I remember when I first started going to the gym, I was always going with a friend. And that took a lot of the anxiety away because I was focusing on me and my friend. And it was harder to get distracted by all the other people in the space because you're sitting there, you're shooting the shit, you're doing the same workouts, you're challenging each other, you're laughing at the fact that you fucked up and who knows what happened in your rep. But like, but having that person who is there to distract you from all the eyes that probably aren't even actually watching you, but you have convinced yourself are watching you. Remember, it's a you versus you mentality. It's, it's only you versus you when you get into that space, even if you are there with a friend. So yeah, if you are new to it, go with a friend. You can laugh at each other together as you fumble through things and eventually it's just going to get easier. It's faking it till you make it Walking in with your head held high, it, like have confidence in yourself that like you belong in this space. This is a huge, huge one. Like Allowing yourself to feel like you belong is going to give the appeal that you do belong there. It's going to convince people that you do belong there because you're acting like you belong there. There's no one that doesn't belong in a gym. We all are allowed to go to the gym. Women are allowed to go to the gym. Men are allowed to go to the gym. People who are overweight are allowed. Really skinny people are allowed. Everybody is allowed. Everybody in between is allowed in the gym. And and don't take that away from yourself. Don't let yourself think that because you've never been there or because you're not deadlifting 225 or because you're not squatting 145. Like, that doesn't mean shit. Everybody starts somewhere and everybody in that gym space was new to that gym space. Just like you are today or tomorrow or whenever that journey starts. You are allowed to be there, <laughs> and I'm gonna talk real quickly, specifically to the women, but I guess this will go for men a little bit as well. Um We are allowed in this space, ladies. We are now living in a time where women can walk into the gym, and they can pull like 315. You're allowed to pick. You are allowed to put 315 pounds on that on that bar and deadlift the shit out of that. You are allowed to squat 225. You are also allowed. To walk into the squat rack and squat the bar. As long as you're not like curling in the squat rack, like that's a no-go. You don't you don't get to curl in the squat rack. I'm so sorry. But you are allowed to simply squat the bar in the squat rack. If if you're comfortable in the gym, like maybe you've gone to the gym a few times, you know where everything is, you're starting to get to know people there, people are starting to recognize you, you're starting to recognize other people, but the equipment itself is the scary part, that's okay. We all have to progress. We all have to start somewhere. So maybe you haven't actually squatted in the squat rack before. Maybe you've just been doing, like, your body weight squats or you've been doing, like, the smaller um, barbells, like, whatever that looks like for you. And, like, you're now transforming into the space where you're leveling up to use the bench press or you're leveling up to use the squat rack. You're allowed to do that. You are allowed to take up that space just because you're not throwing on hundreds of pounds does not mean you do not deserve to be there just as much as the next person who is like warming up with your max weight. It's all good. It's all good. Ladies, you are allowed to be in the squat rack. You are allowed to be on that bench you are allowed to be on that deadlift platform. You're allowed to be on the treadmill. You're allowed to be on the stairmaster. You are allowed you are allowed to pick up those like 85 pound dumbbells. If that's what you're pulling today, baby girl, have outer. Allow yourself to be in that space and to take up that space. Because just like I said, everybody started somewhere. Everybody was new to that space. Everyone was new to that weight. Everyone was new to that machine at some point or another. And getting confident in that space means trying out these things and putting yourself in a position where you have to go like putting yourself in a position where you can overcome. That, that new and that unknown to the point where it isn't so new and it is known and you you know how to stack up on a bar and you know how to properly load the weights and you know what weights you can push. Like all of these things come with trial and error and everyone else in that space is trial and erroring just the same as you are. Um, the other thing that makes me vibe in the gym is feeling comfortable like in myself and so I'm speaking about how I look what I'm listening to my outfit of the day like (laughs) I knew we were going to get here somewhere because people ask me all the time like what are you wearing in the gym and for me like it's not so much like what's cuter what's trending right now like functionality of my clothing is the biggest like indicator and dictator of my workout. I'm not going to lie. If I am uncomfortable in what I'm wearing, if I'm running on the treadmill that day and I wore leggings that just like don't stay up, like they're meant for like an arm day situation where there's not a lot of leg movement happening, I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable because my pants are falling down or my sports bra is not supportive enough. Like, my workout wear is based on functionality for me. And it just so happens that workout wear is changing a little bit and it's not just black leggings and like those like really old sports bras. You like you ladies know the ones that I'm talking about, like the old like Nike ones. And it's not about that anymore. Like you can have functional workout clothes that make you feel confident while being purposeful. But if you go to the gym and you wear something just because it looks cute, but you're uncomfortable during your entire workout because things are falling out or almost falling out, you're setting yourself up for failure. So as far as my workout gear goes, I'm vibing with my Lulu's to this day because that's where it started. And like I, my a lot of my workout gear is actually quite old, like really old. <laughs> my Lulu lemons have been around for a long, long time, but I am starting to branch out. Um, Somebody asked me where I get my workout gear, which is why we're talking about this. Um, yeah, Lululemon, um, bare athletic wear here in Calgary. I have a couple pieces from them that I absolutely love. I find them like pretty close to Lululemon quality. Um, and some of the stuff that I wear that maybe is like more done to like, I want to just like look cute today. Um, I don't necessarily need it to be the most functional because I'm not worried about bits falling out. Like I've like you can just go to like Old Navy or Shein and it doesn't have to be fancy and expensive. At the end of the day, the workout wear is not going to really have an effect on your on your lifting, but it does have an effect on your confidence in the gym. So if you want to walk in and you are comfortable wearing leggings and a hoodie, do you boo. And for the guys, if you're comfortable walking in wearing sweats and a sweater, because that's what makes you feel confident in that moment, like do you. And if you want to walk in and you're wearing like a cute sports bra and you want to wear the shorts, like as long as you are comfortable and as long as it's functional and it's not going to distract you from your workout, you can wear whatever the fuck you want. Wear an RL hoodie to the gym. I will encourage that all day, every day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was going to plug that gear in there. But yes, um, as, as much as looking cute matters, um, functionality matters more to me personally. That's just a personal preference. Um yeah, so if you ask what I wear in the gym, there's your answer. <laughs> um one other thing that I want to talk about while we are on the I guess the top we're going to like side pivot a little bit here. But something else that came up was like the fear that women have of becoming bulky in the gym and how that affects like the confidence level of a lot of women. Um, Times are changed. Times have changed. I think previously, when I thought of women in the gym, like growing up, um, I obviously thought of like the cardio bunnies, um, because that's all that really was suitable for women at the time. It wasn't normal for women to walk into the gym and want to crush all the heavy weights. And if it if there were women in the gym that were crushing those heavy weights, like it seemed like they were like in their own little community. It wasn't as seen it wasn't as um public and typically those women were competing or at least those are the women that you saw was those that like were getting on the stage and keep in mind like women in sport especially like weightlifting like I can think back to like for those who know like the Mr. Olympia and like the bodybuilding shows and stuff like that like Miss Olympia like the first Miss Olympia was like Dana Lynn Bailey and she's like I think Dana's only in her like 30s which says a lot of, like, how new women in in these sports and how new it is for us to, like, be really welcomed in this space. So the fear of becoming bulky, sorry, (laughs) I went off on a total side tangent there, but the fear of being bulky and working out is it's still present in conversation because women are so new to this still and because the acceptance of women being in this space is is something that is also new. Like, that's why this conversation keeps coming up. And so for those who feel like women becoming bulky because they start lifting weights, um, the most important comment that I'm going to make about this is the amount of time and effort and the calories and the grocery bills, (laughs) the amount of protein um, that goes in to actually gaining a ton of muscle mass take it's a long progress and it's a no it's a long process with progress coming (laughs) oh goodness um yes it's a long progress oh okay the process of gaining muscle mass is long it is long and it takes consistency it doesn't happen overnight if you walk into the gym and you've decided that you want to migrate from the cardio machine whatever one you have chosen to starting to lift weights by the time you got to the point where you started to feel bulky or look manly like it's a long time to get there and it is a slow process so don't think that just because you walk in and start lifting weights it's going to be this immediate like all of a sudden you're going to have all this massive bulk going on it the amount of time that it takes to do that, you have time in the in-between to, like, adjust your training if you start to build a physique that you're not happy with. If you have that time and that dedication and you start putting on all of this muscle mass to build that, quote-unquote, bulky figure, like, you will have time to notice and change your training to readjust it to whatever physique and look you're going after. Um, and I think social media as much as we hate on it for a lot of things, social media has done a fantastic job of showing that women can go to the gym and they can lift weights and they can still have that feminine aspect and they can still have, they, they can ooze, like, the power and the strength, but they can still be very feminine. Um, it's not, it doesn't just mean you automatically start looking like the Hulk. So if your fear of lifting weights um, is because you are fearful of adding too much muscle mass, at the end of the day, that's what like bulking is, is adding mass. If your fear is adding too much muscle mass, but in the same sentence, you tell me that your goals in the gym are to tone, we, ha- we have to decipher these two. We, we have to clear this up because like I said, if you're bulking, your goal is to build muscle mass. That's, that's the definition of that. And if we're talking about toning, likely if I said, does being toned mean to you? You're going to tell me, well, like, I want to look like I work out. I want to have like some muscle definition and okay. But what's the difference between that and adding muscle mass? Because at the end of the day, those are the same things. So the terminology of, I don't want to look bulky, but I want to look toned, actually go hand in hand. And you are, you are in control of what your eventual physique looks like so it doesn't just you don't just like wake up one day and you're like hulking out of your shirt like you have that time to make those changes if you start to gain that muscle mass if you start to maybe even like lose the the body fat and you start seeing that muscle definition um it's I totally brain farted guys I just had a brain fart (laughs) I will get better at these solo episodes. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, You will have time. You will have time. You will see what's happening with your body. You will see like, okay, maybe I am getting a little bit wider in the back than I want to. Okay, so you tone that down. Maybe um, I think there's still quite a big fear of like having like big legs or big arms. Like if you start to notice like that at some point, like that muscle mass in your legs is not what you want for your physique. Like you, you can adjust your training and you can adjust what you're doing, um, to be more aligned with the physique that you are trying to achieve. But keep in mind, building a physique and changing a physique is a very long process. It, it's, it, it's not an overnight thing. It's not a three month thing. Like in order to gain muscle mass and to, see like a substantial difference like when you see bodybuilders or figure competitors um, when you see them on stage and they go from this like bulking and when they go through their bulking and cutting phases it is years of bulking like if you look at people who have been competing for a long time their beginning photo like their first like stage photo they're very very lean and have very little body mass they have like little muscle mass little body fat mass like it's very minimal, but if you, if you see them and you watch them over years, like I'm talking like five years, six years, whatever that looks like, like the amount of mass that they put on in that time is, is amazing to watch, but it does take that time. So if your fear again is that lifting weights are going to build a physique that you um, are scared of, you have the time to to change that as you go. And it's not going to happen overnight. You, you will have years of lifting to adjust those things. So don't be fearful of the barbells, ladies. You can, you can do it. Uh, <laughs> thank you for uh, keeping up with me here because I feel like I'm squirreling out. And it's like I said, it's hard not having my here to like keep me in a straight line. So <laughs> all right. Um, something else that was asked. And this one again, is a conversation regarding like gender. So male versus female lifting and eating and how does does, does it decipher between gender? Um, at the end of the day, building muscle, losing fat, regardless of gender is the same. Um, you like, if, if you're trying to lose weight or gain mass, it's calories in versus calories out, um, calorie deficit versus calorie surplus. And that's the same for men or women. There's a couple different varying factors. Um, typically, men can have the ability to eat more calories. Um, it's in like most equate like all of the equations that you use to figure out um, your total daily expenditure and your uh, basal metabolic rate. Like all of those things, like it does take gender into account, but it doesn't change the fact that. Eating and exercise are inevitably what's going to decipher your successes and, and what your physique ends up look ends up looking like. Um, women can lift the do the same. Women can do all the same exercises that men can. Men can do all the same exercises that women can. My favorite example of this is hip thrusting. Um, hip thrust when they really became big, like Brett Contreras revolutionized the booty with hip thrust, and I remember seeing him and and it was like. It was so weird like seeing a male focus so heavily like on the glutes because dump trucks are such a a female goal um and seeing brett build all of these great glutes and having them hip thrust and having him like encourage men to do it there was such resistance there like such resistance (laughs) in men doing hip thrust um and that's where like the the booty bands came in like that again was targeted towards glutes and women um but this is changing. I see men hip, hip thrusting in the gym all the time now, and it's common. Or you will see men doing, uh, like, different of these, like, booty exercises. Like, it's it doesn't change. At the end of the day, like, you're working the same muscle groups. We all have the same muscle groups. Um, and you're targeting the same muscles regardless of the gender. Men, women, bicep curls, curls for the girls. Girls can do the curls too um, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. There's like men can gain a little bit more of that muscle mass a little bit quicker just based on testosterone and, and the other hormones that they typically have a little bit more than women. So the process might look a little bit different and like how a female's journey looks versus a male's journey might look a little bit different, but at the end of the day, the strategy is the same. Progressive overload, calorie surplus, calorie deficit, um, it doesn't discriminate on gender. So don't overcomplicate these things. Um, if someone's trying to sell you a program, like this is a female only program, like, no, that's trash. Men can do those exercises too. Um, it doesn't it doesn't matter what your what your gender is in that regard. Okay, so switching gears a little bit here. Um, one of the other questions that I got, or one of the other topics that you guys wanted me to talk on is like the mindful mindset. Um, And I'm going to, I'm going to get a little bit preachy here. So I apologize, (laughs) but your mindset is the dictator of all of your success. If you doubt yourself during this entire journey, you will not be successful. If you are constantly sabotaging yourself, telling yourself that you can't do it or it's too hard or setting yourself up for failure by just accepting whatever that failure might look like. Like if you tell yourself, um, I'm going to do three workouts this week and then it comes to it and you're like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying fuck it. And then you write off the whole rest of your week, like things like that. Those are going to set you back. You have to believe that you are capable of achieving whatever your goal looks like. If you don't believe it, if you like, if you truly don't believe it, you are never going to achieve whatever you have set yourself up for. So, my little, like, I I constantly am trying to remind people, like, give yourself the little wins if you set yourself up this week, if you had goals this week and maybe you didn't hit it a hundred percent, but you still made progress compared to last week, give yourself that win. Be your biggest hype girl. I've said this before. You have to be your biggest cheerleader in this. And yes, you can bring in other resources. You can bring in friends. You can bring in accountability. You can set yourself up. Like you can sign up for a competition or you can sign up for a run to like set yourself that deadline. But if you believe that you were going to fail, you will fail. Um, somebody mentioned, like somebody brought up, we did a journal challenge, uh, two years ago now. And somebody brought that up. And like, if you guys want me to do another journal challenge, I think I posted every day for like seven days. And it was just like daily mantras or daily, um, journaling topics on building that mindset and building like that self-confidence and instilling that confidence into your day. And and starting your day or finishing your day by reflecting or setting yourself up in the mindset of like I'm going to be successful today like I can absolutely do that again if you guys want another journal challenge let me know comment when you share and like when you screenshot and share this post on your story if you want another journal challenge let me know because we can absolutely do that but you have to believe in yourself you have just like When we were talking about confidence in the gym, you have to believe that you belong there and you have to believe that you're going to lift that weight and you have to believe that you're going to stick to your nutrition goals this week. Because if you don't, you're not being mindful of your mindset. You are not being confident in yourself, whether it's the gym or your workout itself or changing your daily habits or trying to get more sleep, dedicating yourself to meditation or the journaling. If you are not confident in yourself that you can do these things, And if you are not willing to give yourself those little wins, if you can only accept 100% as the win, you're, you're not, you're not going to be successful. So be, be your biggest hype girl. Please, please, please be your biggest hype girl. (laughs) Circling back a little bit here to, um, like women specifically, I want to address how the expectations and the examples of reality that social media has given to us when it does come to this journey and how social media has like blurred the lines of what it actually looks like and how social media has dictated what success of a woman, especially like in their journey looks like. Um, I want you guys to remember, and we see, we hear this all the time, like social media is a highlight reel so you are seeing most often you are only seeing like that person's successes and their wins and all of those big changes Um, I want you to understand that every single person on this journey has bad days and gets off track and all of these things and a lot of these people now especially because social media is becoming such a big thing like this is their job their job is simply to show the highlight reel, show themselves working out all the time. And like they're, that that is their life. That is their lifestyle. And if you're listening to this podcast, it's likely because that isn't your job and that isn't your lifestyle, but you're trying to incorporate it into the life and the lifestyle you already have. So don't set unrealistic expectations for what your journey is supposed to look like, uh, especially with... The change of it's like it's hard to keep up with what your goals should be. We went from like the goal was to just be as skinny as possible, and that was like that was like washboard abs, thigh gap, all of those things like that was the goal, and now it's changed to like women are allowed to want to be strong and look like they lift. And so, if you get caught up in what everyone else is doing and trying to chase the same goals that someone else is chasing. Um, Be realistic with yourself and acknowledge that your life is likely a lot different from whoever you're chasing after and maybe your journey is going to look a little bit different. Don't be hard on yourself if the journey takes you longer than what that person has showed or maybe you get halfway through whatever phase you're in when it comes to your body goals and you're like wow this actually really isn't for me you're allowed to to not want to look like whoever whoever you're idolizing at this moment Um, you're allowed to change your mind you're you're allowed to change your goals you you might find that there's something else that you enjoy more I know for myself when when I first started working out my style was definitely more along a bodybuilding style of working out so I'm talking about like multiple exercises like like six to eight exercises with like four sets in each with rep schemes of 10 to 20 like those like that's more of like that bodybuilding style and that was what i started with and that was all i knew and as i got introduced into this world a little bit more and began exploring like i found that i actually love powerlifting more we've talked like we've mentioned this before like how finding your niche is important and this will go back into like lifting and confidence in the gym like your the confidence that you have when it comes to your workouts and stuff like that like finding your niche is is going to help you stay focused and i i keep circling back to the confidence in the gym i'm sorry i should have just said it all in one but squirrel moments um the other like the the biggest thing i hope i haven't already said like this is the biggest thing for me but for sure for sure for sure hands down the biggest game changer when it came to confidence in the gym was when i started seeing progress when i started seeing progress in my lifting in my body in like my body changes in my numbers in my form all of those things like seeing progress in the gym because i had stayed consistent with it was the biggest motivator in me going back to the gym and because i was there with a purpose and because i was being successful in my purpose yo, I showed up feeling like a badass every single day. And that was just me being confident to myself because I was proving to myself that I was capable of achieving the things that I wanted to achieve. Mic drop. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, Okay. I have honestly squirreled out so many times on this episode. So if you were able to keep up with me, thank you. Thank you so much, and I'm so sorry if you're dizzy right now. <laughs> I hope I was able to touch on some of the things that you guys had questions about. Um, I hope I answered these questions with with some knowledge that you didn't know or that something resonated with you, because that's the goal of every episode. Uh, once again, I was real nervous for this, guys, and I feel better now. I feel I feel better. that we are here and i'm i'm getting to the wrap up like reflecting on this i feel good which is great because again like solo podcasting is not something that we're going to do all the time but i do think that there will be a few episodes where it is just me or it is just mike and this is a new space it's a new space for me to just like be sitting here speaking to you guys directly without having that buffer of somebody else communicating and being a part of the conversation so just like Building confidence in the gym. Here I am trying to be confident in in being a solo podcaster and speaking to you guys by myself. So it's a journey. I I put myself in the position. I've recorded this multiple times. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. And then I actually reflected back and I was like, what's working? What's not working? And that's the same with with your confidence in anything that you do. If you try and try and try and you're failing or it feels crunchy, reflect back, reflect back on on why did your gym session feel crunchy today or what caused you all this anxiety at the gym today? Are you able to identify like, was I spiraling out because I was worried everybody was watching me? Was I spiraling out because my workout just like wasn't clicking? Was I spiraling out because I was just super anxious being in a new space? Identify what is causing that anxiety and holding you back from being comfortable in that new space, whether it is the gym or whatever else you're deciding to do take that moment to reflect and be like, what do I need to do next time in order to make this feel more comfortable? Is this just an exposure thing where I just have to keep going? And as it, as I keep going, I will get more comfortable. Or are there things that I can manage along the way to make me feel better? I know for this episode, the biggest thing for me was like recording. I, rec- I honestly, guys, I recorded this multiple times and I, it just wasn't clicking. And I know I could hear it in my voice that how I was speaking to you guys just you guys would have been able to hear like I was struggling. So I stopped, I walked away and I reflect and I needed to change how I was trying to communicate this information. So there it is. There's my end rant for you guys. Reflect back on the goods and the wins. Give yourself the wins. Reflect on the things that you can change and that you can control. And be confident in yourself. If you show up confident that you deserve to be there and that you are going to have a successful day at the gym. That's step one to being successful in the gym that day and feeling confident in the gym. So with all of that being said, thank you again for spending this time with me. Um, Like I mentioned earlier, if you could screenshot and share this episode on your social media, we would really appreciate you guys doing that. I am still so floored by how many people are like coming out of the woods coming up to me being like, Hey, I listened to your podcast. And I'm like, what you did? Like, I'm so, I feel like I expected my little like group of friends to listen to it and like listen to it all the time and like not have a big reach, but the reach that we have had with this podcast has absolutely been amazing. You guys. And I, I can only thank you guys for that because your word of mouth and supporting us has been the biggest thing. So please keep sharing. Please keep tagging us. And this month, the gift card is going to change up, I think. So put in for our monthly draw. We will chat next week. Mike will be back then. And hopefully it'll be a little bit more of a structured conversation. Thank you guys so much for spending your time with me. Have a fantastic day.